Welcome to the podcast that gives you a fresh perspective on movies, comics, and pop culture. We aren't afraid to give you an honest take and won't pull any punches. This is Films in Black and White. All right, welcome. Episode two. Do we do like a Star Wars intro thing? I don't know that copyright. It probably is. Okay, we've probably we've broken the law. They're coming for us. The popo is coming. Yes. Welcome. Episode two of Films in Black and White. What do we got? What is this? Attack Attack of the podcast. Attack of the podcast. That's right. Attack of the podcast. Episode two. Attack of the podcast. Yeah. Attack of the pods. We're not just gonna do Star Wars stuff. It's just we liked it, so we're going with it. And we're just gonna go through all nine. It just happened so naturally. It was hard not to. Yeah. Just it kind of just jumped out at us. Yeah. If you want to make a poster of our faces in in lieu of, you know, prominent Star Wars figures, we'll take it. We'll take that. Yeah. Just don't make me Chewbacca. That seems like it'd be racist. Close. Yeah. Close. That's like <laughs> me making you be. Count Dooku. Yeah. Or the Palpatine. Uh, or Anakin. Oh, they're all white. For some odd reason, it's why is not it only as Mace Windu is the black? <laughs> and this is why this is films in black and white. white. Yeah. Yep. There we go. Mace Windu and Chewbacca don't have <laughs> black people in space. <laughs> Bullshit. Yeah, it kind of is. <laughs> it's acceptable to make you Chewbacca and Mace Windu. Yeah, like, that's uh, like, you know. But you make me Mace Windu, and then there's going to be a monster. Before we about found it. out, like, cowboys and Indians are cops and robbers with yeah, that. Yeah. Like, I was always the robber. Yeah. <laughs> my white friends are the cops. Um, something's like, wrong here. <laughs> I don't that like the way this wrong. makes me feel, yeah. but. Yeah, sure. Wee woo, right. wee woo. Um, yeah. All right. Well, uh, yeah. So, uh, in case you didn't know, uh, first off, go back and listen to episode one. I think it's pretty good. Gives you an idea of what we're about. Word. If you need a reminder, uh, films in black and white. Uh, it's just Marcus and I taking a look at and reviewing movies, um, giving movie news, mm-hmm. and just kind of giving an overview of what's been going on and so on and so forth. So, um, yeah. So, this week... You and I both saw Star, Star Wars. Wars. Rise of Skywalker. Uh, I saw it last night. I almost choked on my mitts. And <laughs> I had a piece of candy in my we mouth. Need, we need EMS. I almost died. Yeah. Right now. <laughs> Sorry. <clears throat> um, but yeah, so we both saw it. I saw it last night. Uh, you saw it before last night. Mm-hmm. Um, and so. Yeah. Uh, So, uh, just in case you need a reminder, again, uh, this is a spoiler-included podcast. Filled with spoilers. So nasty. If you have not seen it, it stinks. It stinks. It's so spoiled. It is two weeks past its (laughs) expiration Mm, date. mm, Yummy. So, if you have not seen it and you don't want us to ruin it, stop listening right now. Don't even go forward. Just stop listening and go and see it and then come back and and see if you agree with us. And if you do... If you're like Doug and my dad, they don't care about spoilers. They will still watch a film. You can tell them the entire ending verbatim, and they will still watch the film. I've never seen anything like Because once you do that, I'm like, I'm waiting for it to come in the red box. So, yeah. There are some that I'm like, eh. If I'm invested, like, if it's like a Marvel movie or if it's like... If they do a good job of playing up that there's a secret, I'll be like, no, no, no. Like, don't ruin it for me. They gave this secret away... In the yeah, because Spider-Man, you didn't want to know. No. Spider-Man, you didn't want to know. No. Nope. Star Wars, you were like, you can tell me I'm going to know. Like, right. Anyway. I was the same way with, like, Because even with the trailer with Star Wars, it was like, okay, he's laughing at the end, so. Yeah. He's, he's obviously here. Emperor Palpatine <laughs> is involved. <laughs> he's he in is, the building somewhere. He is, he is a part of this. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I don't, I mean, you can't really spoil it for me. Mm-hmm. I mean, the ending was, I liked, I, I mean, there's something different between, Knowing what happens and seeing the visual. Right. Like, I don't mind seeing the visual um, and just hearing about what happens. I'm like, oh, it'd be really cool to see how they do that. So that's kind of how I treated this. So, um, but anyway, so uh, spoilers are included. So just an FYI. So let's give a rundown of the synopsis. Um, We're going to give you our, we're not going to give you the regular synopsis that they give you, like on IMBD or whatever the initials are. Right. We're going to give you the Doug and Marcus synopsis yeah. of what this and Doug gave a really good one this which, morning which means it's going to be longer yeah than yeah. It has yeah. To be. and more in depth but you like it like that yeah that's why you're here yes um so uh the synopsis so i would have to if i had to sum up this movie in one sentence this movie is a wedding 
of a very close personal friend ah. that you go to. Ooh. You're excited you're there. Yeah. You showed up. Love is You maybe name. even bought a present, uh, something that was above $20. Or below. Or below, depending on how you feel about yeah. the people. Or if but you like you're, them. But you're happy you're there. Mm-hmm. And then the wedding happens, the ceremony happens, and you get to the banquet and the reception, and you find out that there's no open bar. You basically were like, oh, man, there is, there's, this is great. It's like, real I'm, sober in here. I'm glad I'm here, but there's something missing from this. Yeah, and I'm yeah. not exactly sure what it was. Mm-hmm. But we'll figure it out. You ever so, seen your, your sober aunts and uncles do the cha-cha slide? It's not pretty. I don't know. I haven't. You, you I've been to it. sober weddings before, <laughs> and everybody's has this, like, silent uh, acknowledgement of one another. Like, oh. yep. Wish there was could wish be, there was some liquor. Could be drinking. <laughs> we're not. <laughs> we all have a problem. <laughs> None of us really want to be here. Well, that's I'd love to hit the sauce. Too bad these cheap <laughs> bastards won't let me do it. <laughs> Blaming them for your for your addiction. Yeah. Alcoholism is not a laughing matter. But it's also very it's, funny. Yes. Um anyway, give me your assessment. Give me your synopsis. Okay. Mine was not as pretty as Doug's. My my first my first thought was it's a it's a pretty bow on a mediocre story. Okay. Explain. It's a great wrap up to the saga. Yep. Of the Skywalker saga. Yep. But with a mediocre ending, right? It's like a roller coaster where you think there's one more dip, and you kind of just end up back in the starting station, and you're like, oh, oh, oh all oh. right, well, time to get out. Well, yeah, that's, that's it. I saw a loopy loop. No. <laughs> I don't know what happened. Did I get on the wrong coaster? <laughs> to, yeah, yeah, yeah. So okay. that's kind of what it felt like to me. Um, sure. And that's not like in a disappointing manner. Like, no. While you're on the roller coaster, there were some, you yeah. know, some great big points. But like at the end of it, it just felt like. Well, that could have been better, but right, right. You know, to really yeah. give me my money's worth. Yeah, and here's the other thing: I don't think it was bad. No, I, no, I want to no. definitely get that out there. That so, what do you rate it? Can we not do like a one to ten? Can we do like a on a scale of black to white? <laughs> <laughs> can we make? How can, is we, it? can we mess with everybody's minds and make black good? And yeah. Bad? Oh, I, oh shit. shit! You're changing the game. Living there. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, oh, but seriously, what are we going to use? I I don't know. I would say. On a, how I would I rate it? I don't know. I'd probably I wouldn't pay to see it again, so I'd probably give it a seven. How much How much money did you pay to go see it? Because we had that discussion before I you left. I saw it on I saw it on Discount Tuesday, but that's more because I'm cheap. Than, no, no. We remember we had that discussion about yeah. if you were to go see it. Um, what was that Minneapolis? Oh yeah, is like where? Yeah. if you were to go see it there, it would have cost. You mean like you, in a bigger theater? Yeah, yeah, with the reclining seats and all that. I would pay for that, so I would I would pay full price to see it. Now, how I saw it is, I saw it at our, at our local theater. Mm. Shout out to Vermilion Theaters to, to the Coyote Twin. We love um, the Coyote Twin. It's awesome. Yeah, first off, that. support your local theater if Hell you have yeah. one. Like, go put money in the community. It's good for sure. Um, for sure. But they have a discount Tuesday, so I saw it for like seven dollars. Yeah. Um, wasn't disappointed with that. Mm-hmm. Um, got my popcorn that was normally five dollars for four dollars. Mm-hmm. So all in all, I spent in like eleven bucks. So mm-hmm. I'm not really upset about it. Um, I would say if we were giving like a rating one of ten, I'd give it a seven. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how you scale it on black and white with black being good. Sounds like so gray. I would say like a like a deep gray, that not black, but a deep gray. That's real being okay. good. Like a little bit better than a light, little, than an ashy gray. Yeah, yeah, got it. Yeah, yeah. no, they'll catch on. Yeah, it's okay. only yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So this on. is deep gray. Ooh. It's a rating system. Like M- 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 MSMR. Oh, this is deep gray. Deep gray. Deep gray. Um, how would you rate it? And what did you pay to see it? Man, I saw it. I saw it in Vermilion Theater. Honestly. And this is not like an, a sponsor or an ad or anything like that. I prefer going to Vermilion Theater. Yeah. Because when I go back home to like Virginia or Houston, yep. um, the, it's too many people. It's too big. It, it's a lot. Like the reclining yeah. seats are nice. Yep. But also in the back of my head, I didn't grow up with that. Yeah. So for me, it's like that's not what I'm used to. I'm used to going to a movie in the sit-up seats. Like I'm not trying to recline back and go to sleep. Right. I want to sit there and watch the film. I've never understood that. I have two kids, so the minute you start warming my seat and you recline it, I'm out. (laughs) That's that's it. You're a dad. It doesn't matter. Like I'm I'm gone. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what's gonna happen. And there's a theater that serves like blankets and like pillows for you. And I'm like, so what do you want me to do here? 
Are you wanting to sleep during a movie? Uh, do, is that what floats your do boat? Do you want to then pay $50? Come to, come to the Airmark Cine 15. The, are you a hotel or a movie theater? I don't know what you yeah, are. Yeah, that's weird. So for me, I, I, I paid, I'm a student. So I paid the... I got the student discount of, I think, maybe $6. Yeah. I think it was $6, and then I always get the nerd's rope, because that seems to be the only place I can really find a nerd's rope in the theater. Maybe the only human alive that I know. Yeah, eats a nerd's rope. I love love nerds and nerd's rope. I love them, love them. What is it about nerds that does it for you? Um, You know, it's it's the bite. It, it makes me slow down to eat because you eat too many of those suckers at once. You're either going to choke or your teeth are going to fall out. <laughs> so it's like, it makes me slow down. So I think anything like, that, like a wife, like a, you know, what? a girlfriend, kind of, those, those are things that excite me. Somebody who's going to make me slow oh, down. Oh, oh know, right. Out yeah. of my oh, weeds. I'm just looking to settle down. Yeah. By the way, know. that's my stereotypical, <laughs> that stereotypical <laughs> middle America voice. This, I just, guy, <laughs> this guy, when this guy shows up, he's going to show you. Tumbleweeds and cows. What? No. I prefer the simple things. <laughs> um, um, so for me, with that being said, um, where a regular movie would have been $25, like anywhere else, um, I would rate this... I will go with the I will go with the dark gray. Okay, because it's not the worst thing ever. Yeah, and it's not the worst of the Star Wars franchise. To no. be honest with you, yeah. I no. thought Rogue One may have been the worst one just story wise. It was just it was nothing that I was. I want to come back in. to this to see what your favorite was. Because I like your Solo. Was I like Solo? Okay. I this one wasn't. I liked everybody hated Solo. Sure. I liked Solo. Okay, didn't think it was bad at all. Okay. Um. It was cool, but Rogue One just didn't catch my eye or my attention, or I felt like there was too much in-depth oh, story sure. there for what it was the purpose of. Of a tr- it was more of a transition movie. Yeah. I felt like it offered a lot beyond yeah. what I needed. Okay, so that that was just me. Um, what was the other quote? That was it. That was it. Just what that was you rated? Yeah, yeah, that was it. So, so that's why I rated. The overall synopsis is just in case for like plot. Like if you want to hear like what the basic plot of the movie is. Mm-hmm. So, um, first off, they give the fucking secret away for this like right away i have never walked into a theater and within the first 30 seconds gone oh shit really like <laughs> like yep it starts off with the dead speak what <laughs> okay so anyway title card rolls we'll come back to that later um so uh general plot summary um when it's discovered that the evil emperor palpatine did not die at the hand of darth vader uh, the rebels must race against the clock to find his whereabouts. Where are you reading this Finn from? Finn and Poe in my head. Finn and Poe. No. They don't need to know about it. <laughs> He's the ma- magic. You know what? This is podcast magic. Woo. <laughs> Potting magic. Ooh. Um, Finn and Poe lead the resistance to put a stop to the First Order's plan to form a new empire while Rey anticipates her inevitable con- confrontation with Kylo Ren. That's the actual fin- uh, film synopsis off of Google. Okay. Awesome. Yep. Okay. So that's the overall... Like how things went, where things happened. Jesus, 250, uh, 300 million dollars. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, review. Let's just talk about. We kind of covered overall, but, um, you know, what. Anything that you want to say in addition to how you would rate it from the review side of things? Like, what else. What else did you think? You know, um, the plot line was good. Okay. I, I start I, there. I knew that she was related to somebody. Okay. Um, it is a puller for her to be related to the Palpatine. Yeah. I just wish that there was more. Instead of making these movies, and to bring it back around, instead of making these movies about Rogue One, give me a movie about the Palpatine oh, and sure. their child process. Yeah. Because there was like this kid just kind of popped up out of nowhere. Yeah. With how much time is going by, because I think that this is based 37 years after the fall of the Empire. Yeah. So I think... We as we're assuming everybody had a kid, because that's the oh thing. yeah that's the new generation. It's it's marketable for yep. these older people that we were familiar with. That this generation still is alive and well, and for and the, for the next generation of millennials and whatever these kids growing up, you want to pass the torch. Yeah. So like you have it. So you have the older ones, and you have you have the Han Solos, and you have the Ben the Ben Solos. Yeah. Great. That's cool. I just felt like it came out of nowhere. Yeah. You I didn't say that. what side the Palpatine's son or daughter, I think it was the daughter, stood on. Whoever was yeah. child it was, we don't know what side they stood on. Why did they turn against the Palpatine? Like right. I wanted to hear that kind of stuff. Yeah, that would have been really that would have been that would have been a character arc and that would have been some interesting factors that I think were worth exploring. And not think, worth but not worth a Disney Plus series. No. I don't need to you could have conquered that 
in this movie. Oh yeah, you couldn't give any more. I mean, you. Could, I mean, she had enough flashbacks in the movie that you could have covered it a little bit more. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I would have loved for them when they get on the ship um, that they find out in the desert. I would have loved for them to have like a like a video record or a yeah. video diary or an mm-hmm. audio recording or something that they stubborn like they stumbled on. Um, yeah, all of that I would have been interested in. Right. I think though, I agree with you. I think the plot overall was intriguing enough to stick with and follow through mm-hmm. um, that it kept you there. My, my issues, mostly that we'll get to in a second on what worked and what didn't, um, my issues with the movie don't stem from the plot. I think the plot's fine. Like mm-hmm. I wouldn't change anything with the plot. I just have some, some I don't want to say gripes, but I have some things that I think would have worked a little bit better right. um, uh, from a character development standpoint, I think were kind of important to me. So I think it's also weird that when I watch these movies... I can watch them individually. Mm-hmm. It's not... I didn't feel like they connected. Yeah. Like, this one felt like its own movie where oh, I yeah. didn't have to watch the previous ones. I just knew if I went in and just watched this one, yep. I knew that Ray did not know her parents. She was struggling with herself. I knew that because you reiterate it in every... in, in the least At least in the film in this saga, yeah. you've reiterated it. And that's what I appreciated about the original three. So, yes. A New Hope, Empire, and... Um, Return of the Jedi. That's what I appreciated about those movies is that and it probably came from the fact that they didn't think that they were going to keep making mm-hmm. them. I mean, they never knew that this was going to blow up and be the thing it was. But each movie stands alone. Right. Like, you can watch A New Hope and stop there and be like, you know what? I watched that. I don't want to see anything else. Mm-hmm. I don't know why you do that. But if that's your right. life and you're like, you know, that's enough Star Wars action for me. Uh, there weird, lightsabers but... and ghosts. I don't know. Just leave it there. <laughs> like, I, if you if that was your attitude and you yeah. that's what you wanted to do, yeah. you could do that. You could start your Star Wars record with Empire mm-hmm. and be like, that's what I saw. Mm-hmm. Now I'm going to go back and watch New Hope. And even with the one, two, and three, like Phantom and you Attack, could do the same exact you could do the exact same thing. Yeah. You could pick it up and drop it off where you wanted to. Well, no, I disagree. Okay. I would, dis- I would say one, two, and three was a lot more connected. Yes. Because at the end of two, he married Padme. Ugh, at the yeah. top of three... It was continuing that relationship and these fights he was yep, having. Yep, that's true. That's at fair. the end of one, it was like the passing of the torch from Obi-Wan to Anakin. Yep. Yeah, at the beginning of two, you see that okay. that relationship still grew. Yep. Now, I do agree with the original four, five, and six. Luke got awarded with the medal after he beat, and, you know, yep. you know, his father died, he beat everybody. And that was kind of, and everybody was happy. Yeah. At the, at the end of five, it was kind of the same way. When the Empire Strikes Back, it was kind of the same thing. Mm-hmm. And, but it really did feel like five and six was more like these two are connected. One, you can really watch one and it'd be like five part one, be five, five part two. Five part yep, two. Yep, yep. Yep. But I said that right away when I was sitting in the theater on my notes. I said, this movie is for people who have watched the other two. Yeah. This, I mean, not four, but it, it was definitely like, did you see the other two? Mm-hmm. Ooh, shit. You yeah, should have seen the it. other two. And that's, mo- that's for money purposes. Go back and invest in those films. Yep. Yeah. I mean, and, and yeah. for storytelling, I mean, you always need context. So from an artistic perspective, I mean, I get why you make them so connected. Mm-hmm. But this, like, this was very much like, oh, you don't know who this person is? Yeah. Yeah, you should go back. Yeah. But the thing that I find interesting about that is that, like, let's take Rose, for example, because there's a huge controversy right now over she only got, like, six minutes worth of screen time. She only had, like, maybe, you know, three lines mm-hmm. total that she spoke with in the mm-hmm. whole movie. If you're going to make this so dependent on the first two, Gotta you did her with. an extraordinary disservice mm-hmm. from two to three. Yeah, for sure. From the second one. Because her sister was one. the major Eight part of that. Oh, yeah. Your sister was the reason that they were able to destroy that base. Yeah. And the sister sacrificed herself. Oh, yeah. You didn't put a bow. You didn't tie up that story. No. Nope. Because I heard that she just, only only reference to the sister was she made it to the spaceship. Yep. She named the ship after her sister. Yep. That's it. So that was it. Was it? Goodbye. The relationship between Rose and Finn, you just said... Oh, yeah. You walked away from that entirely. Because that was a thing in two. Right. That was a very... They, it was almost like they were... Diff- but here's my other problem with that. And I know we kind of like all over the place. Yes. We, actually, I'll save it. Okay, let's, let's, let's save it. Yeah, let's go. Okay, let's go. Okay. So, let's go into of our like sort of synopsis, our, our review okay. of... Well, what do you want to start with? What worked or what didn't? Let's go what worked. Okay, let's go what what worked. So... Tell me, what do you think what worked? So from your perspective, when you saw it, what did you really like? What did you think worked really, really well? Um, and it doesn't matter. You can kind of jump around. Um, James Abram. Okay. 
I think that you mean J.J. Abrams? J.J. Abrams, sorry. James Avery. I think it was James Avery from Good Times. You made the most random white guy name ever. James Abrams. Hi. Father Abraham and many sons. Um... I'm James. I'm James Abram, and welcome to your local Walmart. Oh my gosh! Nobody welcomes you at Walmart like that, especially not here in Vermilion. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, they so could. they could, yeah. So Stuck what worked? JJ Abrams. Okay. I think that that was great. Bringing him back for another. I one? think it was great. Yep. I think you needed that. Okay. Um. So that worked for me. Okay. What also worked for me. What about what about him bringing back? Did you like? It felt a little bit more focused. Okay. The story overall. Okay. JJ, he does a he does a really good job of this. Yeah. He yeah. does. He just does a good job with this. Him and John Favreau. Yeah. Those are two people. If you want to get a story back on track. Yeah. That's the one you want to do. Yeah. Which I is part that. of the reason JJ Abrams is rumored to be directing Superman. He, yeah. Like, he, they're giving him his pick of what movie to direct: Green Lantern or Superman. Because they need somebody who can be on track. Yep. So I think that this was perfect for it. In the um, world of possibilities, he generally has a pretty focused idea of yes. what he wants and what he doesn't. So I would agree yes. with that. Yes. Um, the the characters' relationships in the film. Okay. Some of the dialogue is a little iffy, but the Poe, Finn, and Ray yep. trio relationship. Yes. I think that I, more particularly, because Ray was kind of off in her own journey. I really like the Finn and Poe relationship. It felt natural. Like, that, they were really... That one I appreciated. Yep. Yeah. Yep. As a core group of three that you've been following and investing, you know, four and a half hours in now, and, yeah. and you know, you're investing time, energy, and effort in from a story from The Force Awakens, they were very likable people. They yes. were people you could absolutely get yes. behind. You wanted to make sure that their friendship was intact. Yes. Because you're, you're trying to recreate this Luke, Leia and Han relationship, this trio yep. that people are used to, I think it was good that they had that relationship. So that character development worked for me. The introduction of the droids. I love the com- the, com- the the comedy that they're using with the droids. Uh-huh. I appreciated it. C-3P, yeah, my- probably the funniest C-3PO has ever been in any of these films. That line of, is this heaven? <laughs> are droids allowed here? <laughs> and I, I, I enjoyed it. The- and then he goes, I guess the, I guess the rules have changed. <laughs> like, that was genuinely this, like existentialist moment that I thought was very funny of like we're not allowed here are we are and, we people and he seriously meant that yeah and, yeah. and, and you know what and, and that makes it good because that storyline that they went through of him having to read the Sith you know them rebooting his mind and yep. you know we thought that that was the last time that we would see C-3PO and all this other stuff like that I think that made it more compelling because during the entire film, C-3PO is making all of these comments. Oh, and he's yeah, in the he's background. He's just jabbering the He's the nostalgia time. for all six, nine movies. And yep. so, like, you keep him. That worked for me. Kay. That was good. Um, the effects are always typically pretty good. Yeah. Um, yep. I mean, there wasn't any, like, glaring, like, oh, my God, that just didn't look very good yeah. at all type thing. So. The ending scene with the Palpatine. Okay. And the Sith. And the weird Sith Coliseum. Yes, that. That yeah. worked for me. What also worked for me, the redemption for Ben. Ben, okay. ben. Ben Solo. Okay. The the scene with him fighting the Knights of Ren. Yeah. I enjoyed that scene. Probably my favorite scene. Yeah. Was the shrug and like the you know, he it was it was very much so a Harrison Ford. Oh yeah. He was he was he was doing his take on what if Harrison Ford could wield a lightsaber. Mm-hmm. Right? Yep. And, and, that's, that's, and that's yep. what it was. Mm-hmm. Yep. And that's what it was and I appreciated that. There's some other things I'm sure I'll remember. So what worked for you? Um, I thought the movie had a lot of heart. Um, I think there were moments to the story that I really appreciated. Um, the scene with um, Han Solo and Ben yeah. were on the ruins of the Star Destroyer, and it's, yeah. it's Han talking as a ghost to his son, being like, "Hey, kid!" Yeah. Like I, I that that was a really touching moment. Mm-hmm. I thought that that was really, really, really cool. Um, and then again, I thought it was really, really cool. Um, just some of the heart towards the end as well. I just I thought that there were a lot of moments where you went, okay, there's some emotion behind this that I think most people can get behind and they can agree with. So I really, really liked that. Um, I thought the whole nostalgia of seeing the wreckage of the Death Star mm-hmm. was awesome. Like, mm-hmm. I thought that was really, really cool. Um, as someone who, you know, my entry point with Star Wars was the original three, mm-hmm. so seeing what happened on a moon of Endor um, with the wreckage and what it all looked like, I thought it was incredible foreshadowing and mm-hmm. really made Rey kind of deal with her own 
you know, fears of going into a place where her dad sat or her great grandpa, her grandpa sat Mm -hmm. and being like, I was worried about having to sit on the throne of the Sith Lord Mm -hmm. and watching the wreckage of one and having to go in there and deal with that. I thought that was really, really cool. Um, the framing on the scene where Poe is looking at Leia's corpse. I mean, they zoom in on his face, and the only thing that you can see is really his outline and black behind him. Oh, okay. Which, I, mean, I didn't notice that. Which, and the thing that I liked about that the most was from a framing perspective is you made us uncomfortable because you could only see his face, and then you could just the, – the feeling where he was emotionally of black behind him, like he's got nothing. Mm-hmm. Like he just – he feels completely isolated, completely mm. where he's at. Okay. Like I thought that was a really cool moment okay. that – um, I picked up on Doug had, does have an eye for that because we talked about that in the Joker film. Yeah, there was another moment that was tip, similar to that yeah. with all the various colors in the background. Yeah, and you mentioned about framing in that one, so that's a that's a good. The point framing too. was really cool, so I thought that the framing there was really really good. Um, yeah, overall, I just I think that that's those are some of the things that jumped out at me the most that I really really liked um, from the film. I'm trying to just make sure I don't leave anything out. Again, I think that their ability to create races and mm-hmm. um, different animals and different creatures and different characters. Um, I mean, I'd love to spend some time on Babu Frick for a minute. Babu! Um, Babu is amazing. Babu's amazing. He he <clears throat> made me genuinely excited. And, I wanted to be yeah. him when I grow up. And didn't have a lot of dialogue or no. anything extra. No, he just was a drunk little hacker. Yeah. And that's what I liked about yeah, that was it. it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I assume he has an alcohol problem. Why is that the theme for this episode? Hey, anyway, um, I thought it was I thought it was great, and the fact that when he shows up at the end, yeah, <laughs> and he's there, and he looks over, and he's like, "Oh my god, she's here!" Mm-hmm. He says, mm-hmm. "Hey!" Yeah, he like said, I was like, oh, "I'm also here!" Like fuck. that because because we, we thought that they were dead. Yes. On that island. Yeah. I mean, on that planet. Right. I don't know how they escaped that. Yeah. No, but I don't that's either. Fine. Yeah, I don't either. It's but cool. I thought that was really, really it's cool. cool. And I thought that that was a, a great character that didn't have to be the comedic relief, but I think people could get behind. Like he Especially was kind at of a com- very serious moment. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you're about to wipe his mind mm-hmm. and kind of go from there. So, yeah. Okay. okay. All right. What didn't work? Okay. I have some, I have some thoughts. Okay. Okay. Let's start with Ray as a character. Yeah. So, Ray genuinely had one mode. It was pause. No, no, sorry. Stare, whisper, and pause. Somebody would give her news, like, oh shit, star stormtroopers are coming. She'd be like, oh man, we better get out of here. <laughs> like that's, it's just it was it was she right. was just I, she was an angsty teenager a majority of the time, and I just. At some point in time, I was like, use your voice, woman. Like, speak up. My thing, and I will agree with that. My other thing is... You could add this soundbite after most of her lives. Huh? (laughs) (laughs) And you'd be like, what'd she say? Oh, 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 man, my parents. What? What about them? What about (laughs) them? We're getting attacked by a Death Star. What is happening? Yeah. I just felt, I felt like Ray. How many times can they do this Jedi... You have this powerful Jedi, but just doesn't know what to do with themselves. Right. For three movies. Right. It was the same thing with Anakin. Anakin, you had to build up the Darth Vader, though. So we wanted to see how he got there. Yeah. I understand character I have development. I about Hayden Christensen, too, but that might be... Not a very good Anakin. No, that's not a good actor. Yeah, he was not the one... Very Looking flat. back now, yeah. he was not the one... When he's talking about he embraces anger, he was like a wet sponge. What's up, everybody? We need to take a moment to talk about this week's sponsor. Have you heard about Anchor? You haven't. Let me tell you, it is the easiest way to record a podcast. What makes it so easy? Well, first off, it's free. So right out of the gate, that's a plus. Second, it's got great tools to make creation and editing from your phone or computer super, super smooth and super, super fun. Anchor will also distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. And finally, it's got everything that you need to make a podcast all in one place. If you want to make the jump and start your own podcast, download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Now, back to our show. 
Oh, like I yeah. just was not. I was not. I've never it. seen a wet sponge get angry. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, was like, uh, it was just like, you just put googly eyes on him and then squeeze a wet sponge. That's what Hayden Christensen was. <laughs> It was like even when he was like uh, Obi Wan was like I have the high. It's kind of weird because you have an excellent actor. I have the high ground. I have the high ground. No, you don't. He was a stiff. Like (laughs) no, you do not. No, no, Obi Wan, my Padme. Like okay, like relax. Like okay, cool. Watching a kid with Aspergers get mad. Canceled on the I'm second re- podcast. I'm really upset with how this is going <laughs> like, right now. I can't. Okay. All I right. Say, keep I, going. I say that in jest. <laughs> I don't actually think that that would be funny to look at. Keep going. Anyway. Please. Anyway. Keep what going, else? What, what, what else didn't I like? That joke. Um, no, that joke I liked. Um, I genuinely. I want to talk about Finn for a minute. Okay. Um, hey, Finn. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> There were moments with him where I was actively... Is that because ups- he's black? No. <laughs> no. This is why I was mad at Finn. Finn, Finn was going to be... Ever, was trying to be everybody's best friend. That's true. You ever had... A, if you've ever been a silent observer to a, fe- a fight between two friends and one of their friends tries to get involved? That's true. Okay, so... That's true. Ray and Poe are... Having it out. You're the best fighter we have. She's like, back off. I'm dealing with some stuff. And then Finn's like, yeah, she just told me privately that she's dealing with some stuff and needs some space. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm going to always ask her every time she leaves, where is she going? Or where is she? Oh, my God, man. We, we left the second movie on the same note we left the third. We I thought that Poe and Finn on a mission kind of gave it some more like growth. Oh, yeah. I was like, oh, it's starting off I with them that. on a mission. That was it, great. It would have been great if Finn wasn't a lost puppy the whole time. Yeah. I have to get back to what and this is i mean that's not super surprising so the same studio that did this was the same studio that did ladybird um that got a lot of academy award recognition not this year but last year um and then this is the same studio that produced uh moonlight Mm -hmm. it's got a huge yep so i mean it's not super surprising that they did but again i just thought that the casting choices top to bottom were really really well done and i thought the story was compelling like i thought it was really um exciting on that end too Yep. Yeah, it did. It did make me watch until the end. Um, it, like you, there was no point that you could leave in the middle of it and assume what was going to happen next. No, because I honestly, no. I didn't see the ending coming at at all, at all. So to me, it was like I thought that he was just gonna, you know, pay it off. But then at the same time, like for sure, there was gonna be some reconciliation between the family, and then there was going to be like this big happy ending with him and his. I almost his would have been more and, disappointed if, but that's it what wasn't happened. that at all. And the last, no, honestly, yeah, because that wasn't the gist of the film, and that's not really realistic in all the bets that he's right. doing this high stake, this high right. and I... life that he's living. That's not very realistic. But mm-hmm. what the sad part was was like, I was like, his family, the last memory that they have of him is right. whatever. That well, and that's what I kept saying to Brittany. Like, is. well, right after that, the moment, so... the final moment happened. I remember looking at her. I was like, oh my god, what just happened? Well, and then the credits started to roll, and I was like, his family's never going to see a dime of that. His his wife, his kids? Nope. That, nope. that, that, that side woman, she is not nope. going to fork over a dime of that money at all. Well, she might. So, I mean, yeah, let's talk about it. No. Um, I wasn't mad at her. Um... What he did to get there oh, yeah. to get the side woman probably yeah. is very wrong. Yes, yes, very, very wrong. Not probably, it's very wrong. But she I was think well that she made, absolutely no. She seems I don't to have a heart. I I actually um, don't. I don't feel bad for her, and I'm not mad at her. I'm mad at Adam Sandler. If anybody that I'm mad at the choices that he's made that's that's put them now yeah. itself in that oh, situation. Yeah. Um, and like you said, he obviously did some things that were probably pretty wrong to put himself in that situation, but I'm not saying anything negative about her. I'm just saying that, you know, she's going to come back to that jewelry store and find her like dead boyfriend. Sorry. Spoiler. Um, you're going to find, going to find Adam Sandler there. (laughs) She's not going to say of the $1.6 million that she won. She's not going to say, I better give some of that to his family. No, like, because so they're not, not going to see a dime of that yeah, after yeah, having no. to put up yeah, with no. his that's probably funny. his addictive <laughs> gambling behavior for this amount of time. 
and they and those kids. Oh yeah. His son, you see, his yep. son very res- really resembled him in the bedding, and that showed at the table and at the house. But also his, his the old, you could tell that yep. the daughter and the, yep. the daughter was sick of it. The mom was sick of it, and almost so to the point that the son, when he found out, he was like, yep. um, that neighbor said that you had some hot chick living with mm-hmm. you." Um, that was almost like a scene of disappointment. And is he talking father, about mom? Like, is he talking about? And yep. I was like, I hate to break it to you, but he, he's not right. Yeah, he's like, I hate to break it to you, but no, he's not. And I almost felt like that was another point of, like, mm-hmm. wow, like this is my dad. Like, maybe there's this real this realization because the little one seemed to get it when he's watching his dad on the floor watching a game, not really paying yep. attention to him in the bedroom in the bed. So it's like these are the last memories that you get. But, like, he hit it big, and the only time that life really seemed to give him right, a break... exactly. He, he, he um, lost his life. Other things that you liked about the movie? Uh, I like... Well, aside from the ending, I did like the ending. I do like the sure. insight to how some of these yep. jewelers work and bringing these athletes in, and I thought that that was great to see oh, him yeah. talk about that 10% cut that his business partner got. And, and how that works. Sure. But I also like that Kevin Garnett knew what was going on. He, at the end, he was like, so you want to bet against me? You want to do this? Da, 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 da. Like, I don't know. But still, at the end, like, Kevin Garnett got it. I like the comparison between yep. the Adam Sandler made about his hustle and then being a basketball, being an athlete. I thought that that was good because, honestly, if you are – how do I explain this? If you are, like, with that kind of mindset, a lot of people on the outside wouldn't understand it. You know what I'm saying? Like, where you have to constantly prove people wrong. And that was right. all Adam Sandler was yeah. trying to do is, like, prove people wrong the entire movie. Like, believe me, believe me, believe me. Like, I know what I'm talking right. about. Which, Don't. in actuality, he did know what he was talking about. Because he wasn't just going off of, like, a 50-50 chance. He was really betting that yeah. Kevin Garnett loved that stone so much, he could only play with the stone. When he didn't have it, he played down. And he was just like, just believe me, believe me. Yeah. And nobody really yeah, was, it was, like, um... trying to believe in him. Yeah, that's the thing that I really, I thought was really cool too. Like I thought um, that whole explanation of the hustle um, and the like, yeah, you're, this Mm -hmm. is, this is, this is where you're at. Um, His, I'm looking up the quote, the quote is, well, you want to win by one point or fucking 30 points. Right. I see you out there. The stadium's all booing Mm -hmm. at you. You're 30 Mm -hmm. up and you're still going full tilt. Like, it doesn't matter whether or not you're ahead. There's something about this competitive, like, you want to be right. You want to prove there's something about it that when Ed, the world is stacked against you, that you want to go hard and prove everybody wrong. And it's clear that for Howard, um, that's all that that was, was I have to show everybody that I'm not mm-hmm. stupid, that I'm not dumb, that I know what I'm doing. My wife mm-hmm. doesn't believe in me anymore. Like, I'm going to put surround myself with the people who believe in the shit that I'm peddling, which is why I think that the relationship between his side piece and him was probably genuine because she believed in him Mm -hmm. and saw whether that's naive, what, you know, he conned her into that, whatever that may be. He, she believed in him and that's why he was sticking it out with her and why he like probably welcomed her back um, and was willing to, open up that relationship again mm-hmm. of yep you believe in me we're gonna figure this out so mm-hmm. and i and that's it that's, yeah it's all just very very interesting i don't know how else to put it like that that relationship that breakdown she's a model i get it that she is like a piece that you have just to like that also that was a very interesting perspective too about the rapper perspective of like her rules about don't touch. Yep. Like, yes, he was with, she was with the weekend. Yep. She looked great. She looked phenomenal in the movie. Yeah. But it was a point where there was a line drawn. You know what I'm saying? And she was like, no, you can't yeah. touch. Except she touched him yeah. well. Yeah. That that was like a thing. But they didn't do anything further than that. So like, yeah. but I don't know. It was just, they're, they're both hustlers. They both were trying to just hit this one big, like lick that was like once I get this I'm going to be for sure and I got it I just need people to believe in me and I when they went separate they separated that was just like a Um, so what didn't you like what are some things maybe that that rubbed you the wrong way stuff maybe that you didn't really quite feel uh things I didn't like you know I don't know I can't really 
after sure. one watch, I can't say that there was things I I did not really like. Um, I I don't know. Sure, I don't know. No, um, I don't think I didn't have anything that I didn't like. Sure, there were a couple of things that I don't say I didn't for me. like them. Um, I just have a lot of questions about them. Um, and they're just things that I noticed. So I don't know if I, this is a list of things for me that I didn't like. I think it's just stuff that I noticed that maybe kind of go, made me go, well, that was an interesting choice. Um, and the first thing is I said at shortly, like within the first hour of the movie, no, at an hour and 15 minutes, I wrote, or right around an hour, I wrote every piece of dialogue in this, in this movie has been delivered by someone who's yelling. <laughs> I, you know what? I was thinking that in my head that that was one thing that I that I didn't care for was he was that he, when he talked to anybody, he was yelling at everybody. Right. Was, even in the most quietest of places, he is yelling. He is like it's yeah. loud, and not just yelling. He's cursing. Yeah. He's like, and that's and the only time in which him. you see him not yelling is and it was an hour. It was about an hour and fifteen minutes into the movie. And he is in the, he is in the kitchen and he is having a conversation with his daughter and his wife at a normal, reasonable volume. Right. That's no, because they're not gonna have that. And also, that's not his element. I think that that matters too, which I, which is why I said that it was important because For any sure. other element that you've seen a man, he was perfectly fine. He ran it. He went yeah. in, and he was like, he was a personality no. in there. Like you, you, you couldn't miss him. But in the house, he is a figment no. of imagination. He's just. I mean, there if you're talking about there. like com- nobody I mean, if, really cares. if we're gonna compare him to, if we're gonna compare him to like this idea, and we're gonna like look at this whole concept of what it means for him as a athlete, you know what I mean? As somebody who's trying to compete, that's trying to prove the world wrong, it's hard to tame those people and make them settle down. So I agree with you. I don't think he was comfortable. True. in his own house like living that life which is probably what he, why he ch- cheated when he shouldn't have and should have just broke it off and realized he wasn't comfortable um but like i think that that's a lot a large portion of it too is that he wasn't comfortable in that setting and so i mean it's clear you can just see his level of discomfort with things and where stuff is at so um yeah i agree i think that that quiet tone and that not shouting dialogue um, is definitely indicative of like a this isn't his element and this isn't who he is. Um, mm-hmm. I want to talk about the mm-hmm. I want to talk about the girlfriend. I want to talk about her just for a second, and I want to talk about their relationship. Um, I want to. <laughs> she was fine. She was fine. She, she was, was very fine. Like she was I so have fine. I have some notes. Um, <laughs> the first is. The first okay. is when they're having that moment you... of meek weakness. And she says, I wrote, the goddamn girlfriend, home is me. You could come to me. I was like, God damn it. <laughs> I mean, I think that to me, it just made me mad because I was like, this is a man who at one point in time, he owes a hundred grand to bookies who have physically stripped him down and throw him, thrown him in the back of a car. And he's going to mess around with the girl that says home is me. I was like, and I was just like, but no, it was, it was, you know, it was worse before that. She says that she says, um, she says, I'm sad too. I wanted to be like, girl, this is not about you. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm breaking down. I'm oh, having is a it, moment right is now. Is it about and you? You are talking about, oh, like, how much I'm money did too. you lose today? Yeah, like, <laughs> I was naked in my trunk, and my wife had to unlock yeah. my and then, trunk to get me then out. Right after that, I wrote in all caps, Thanks. Jesus, a tattoo? Like, <laughs> <laughs> but you know what's messed up about it? The fuck up oh, about yeah. it. Yeah, he was happy about the tattoo. He was he was right. ecstatic. Yeah, because like, he was. I mean, because for him, like, for someone who's a little it. narcissistic, because he's obviously an addict. For someone who's a little narcissistic, he's sitting there going like, uh-huh. "Yeah, I do deserve it." My tattoo. Someone tattooed my name. They tattooed <laughs> an owie on their butt. Oh man. <laughs> Oh, oh my gosh. 
And, and he was creepy. Oh. Too. I'm not gonna lie. When he was in the closet waiting for her and like texting her while he was in the closet, I was like, um, I will say this. I yeah, expected I there to be her to, for someone else to walk in. I expected that the whole That's time. That's what I, I thought. Expected I that. thought that somebody would be um, cheating. And I yes, will say this. Yes, she, again, yes. talking about acting choices, she definitely acted that really well. Her playing that, that like drunk fight outside the taxi cab where she was like, no, no, no. Dude, I've seen that take place in downtown mm-hmm. Burn before with some idiot trying to get into their car <laughs> and their boyfriend's mad and they're blocking it and their friend's like, look, I'm going to take off if you don't get in this car, so you're going to have to figure this out. Like, I've been in that situation before mm-hmm. years ago. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, because I'm 33, so yeah, conservatively... Yeah, yes, put that in there, years mm, ago. 13 <laughs> years ago, four, like 12, 11, 12 years ago. Um, been in that situation. Mm. And so, I mean, I get it. That was well done. I was pretty, pretty impressed with that. Um, but then, like, it was just like a light switch. Oh, let me hand her $175,000. Um, yeah, I guess so. I, I was like, She's I was like there. the goddamn girlfriend. <laughs> Right. <laughs> but I like how she did whatever. Not like in a way that that's what I'm looking for. But she was, he texted her and was right. like, yo, go next door. Oh, didn't ask questions. And, Said, yep. and she immediately just did it. Didn't yeah, ask I was questions. impressed with that. Didn't I thought that was no interesting. Questions. But I thought just the relationships in general, um, to kind of talk about something else that I thought was kind of an interesting plot dynamic, um, is the relationships in this movie um, and how they played out. I mean, I don't think that there's ever anybody in this movie um, that he didn't screw over that he didn't manage to work, like didn't manage to, to take advantage of. Um, And I think there were some genuine relationships that he had with people that I think he took for granted. Um, I think there was a scene in the jewelry, in the jewelry store where he pawns off the Celtics ring and the other jeweler goes, what's going on with you? Like, are you okay? And instead of like, I mean, that's somebody who mm-hmm. it might be flipping and it might not be a genuine, are you okay? But he's like, what's going on? And I and I remember commenting to Brittany. I was like, did you hear that? He used the word Bubby. He goes, what's going on with you, Bubby? Like, I thought that that was just a really genuine moment. Um, and I think that this whole relation, the relationships that he mm-hmm. has with other people are very, very interesting. Um, and even his wife summed up, summed up his relationship um his relationships with other people because he's in there and he's like, Oh, I want, I, I don't, I don't like doing this. Um, I'm going to give it up. I'm over it. Like it was just a thing. Um, and she says something to the effect of like um, his wife's summary for the first half of the movie. This is a quote that I wrote. His wife's summary is accurate for the first half of the movie. He is annoying to the point where you almost don't want him to be around anymore. The choices he makes and the things that he's do, you get so frustrated uh-huh. with yep. that you are like, like, why is this anything happening? I think she says, um, here's, I found the quote. It's, I think you're the most annoying person I have ever met. I hate being with you. I hate looking at you. And if I had my way, I would never see you again. And I was. And I think that that's a, that's a goes also to Adam Sandler. Yeah. Uh, the physical part of his of his character. Yeah. Like he had this face that you want to punch. And he had this attitude and this ambiance right. about him of like, yeah. I want to hit And I think that that face. was just one of those moments where he was, I think this whole, the whole first half of the movie, like if I was um, his business partner, like I wouldn't want to be around him either. Like if I was Lakeith um, and I was playing Demaney, I wouldn't, mm-hmm. I mean, that relationship was entirely transactional, but Adam Sandler talked to him like they were friends and like Adam Sandler had something on him. And that whole like exchange, it was like, dude, you're annoying. Mm-hmm. Shut up. Like, just leave him alone. Like he's trying to, he's trying to do business and he's trying mm-hmm. to help you do business and you're being obnoxious about it. Like, so I thought that that was just a really, the whole, the whole way relationships worked in this movie, I thought was really, really interesting. Yeah. yeah. Lakeith's character was very intriguing. Oh, because yeah. Because there was time that he was also very scammy, too. Um, and, and it was like, he was, I can understand if you're a proper businessman, 
and you're just trying yep. to get something done. But he was selling fake Rolexes. But he was very upset about the fake Rolexes and, and not having his time to shine and all that. And I mm-hmm. get that. But you could tell that he didn't just do Lakeith wrong. He also did the people that worked there. Yeah. There was a guy that came in and was like, I've been working for you for nine years. And yeah. you ain't you haven't showed me any respect. You can't even look me in my face, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, so for like, sure. Absolutely. I don't know. It was um, any other like final thoughts, things that you really, really liked um, in the movie? No. Um, no. Enjoyed the ending. That was amazing. Didn't see that it coming, was... So that was always good for me. Awesome. Um, I, I, I like the... I like the mythical piece about The Rock. Because nobody ever said that that was wrong. Mm -hmm. There was obviously something special about this rock that I think that the only person who really got it was Kevin Garnett. That's why it was so inexpensive to him to be able to be like, I'm willing to pay whatever I need to for the stone. Because he was literally the only one that touched it that had that kind of connection to it. Everybody else, it was just a rock. It was just glass. It was just like whatever. They didn't even Adam Sandler was like, "It's a, it's a." He asked him, "How much did you pay for the rock?" And I liked his response was like, yeah. "If I tell you that, it, it doesn't do it justice." Like I may have paid only a hundred thousand dollars for it, but that hundred thousand dollars is very, is a lot is a lot to the miners that mined it, and and what your reasoning for having it is like, right? It, it's like it means more to you. So like putting a price value. Well, on and even to like, I mean, if you think about it, I mean, even to Adam Sandler, the rock was just a means to an end. And I think that that, what it really explained is it was almost like, right. because Kevin Garnett right. was an athlete, it was like, they were totally okay with him being superstitious about the rock. You know what I mean? Like that he saw more about it than anybody else. And I think that that was the commentary. Mm-hmm. The commentary was like, look at how superstitious these athletes are that they're willing to drop $175,000 on something that doesn't even really have anything that no one else gets. Um, and no one else understands. Um, but yeah, it's just, mm-hmm. it was really, really interesting. That whole piece. I agree with you. I thought that that was an interesting dynamic and I appreciated yep. it. I appreciated them willing to be like, no, no, like there's something special about this um, and there's something here, but only the person who wants it for the right reason um, is, is able to see it. Yep. Cool. Other things that you yep. liked about the movie yep. or anything else that you wanted to yep. talk about related to the movie? Yeah. I I don't know. I think that was it. I, I think I have it for another 48 sure. hours or something like that. So I might go back and watch it to see what I missed. But Oh, yeah, uh, for sure. Definitely. From I first watch, that, I that score. I, I think that was an 8 out of 10 for sure. Um, um, yeah, I like the plot. Yeah. I like the, the acting. There really yeah. wasn't anything that I look back on going like, oh, man, that was stupid. Like, I, I think everything start to finish, um, I was really, really happy with. Mm-hmm. And I think if people can get over the casting choice of Adam Sandler, um, I think that they'll be happy with it and they'll be, you know, they'll they'll if you can get over that and you can you can stick with it you're gonna like it so cool awesome well thanks for everybody Uh, for tuning in to episode episode four of films in black and white um we will be back next week um with episode five um and we'll do a news episode but what you run down with you Mm -hmm. um all the things that are coming up in what's going on in movies and things like that even in these times of the Rona. Um, and yeah, so we'll go with that. And then if you have any recommendations for what we should watch for episode six, um, hit us up on Facebook, um, hit us up on Twitter or just text Marcus and I and say, Hey, we think you should watch this. Um, but yeah, let us know. Um, and we're definitely looking for stuff to review for mm-hmm. episode six. Cool. Awesome. Well, signing off. Yep. It's been good we'll talking be to you and everybody stay healthy and stay safe. See you. All right. See you. And um, we just kind of want to go like, what were maybe some decisions that you would have made differently if you were a director, producer, writer, whatever? Yeah. I think I would have. First, I would have let Ben live. Okay. Ben Ben would have lived. Okay. Um, because there's no need no need for him to die. I feel like that at this point, the Jedi are living by the Sith rule of the rule of two. Like, there's only two Jedi that can exist at a moment, which is very strange for me. So, like, I want to see more Jedi. Mm -hmm. I would have ended the movie. Excuse me. I wouldn't have ended the movie where she buries the lightsabers. 
I would have ended the movie with her training up the next generation. Oh, or sure. going back to that island in the second movie with the casino, oh, yeah. freeing those children. And with that Force-sensitive kid with the broom, yep. I felt like they didn't even go back and touch on that. No, that was just... You just addressed that there are people out there, which mm-hmm. I get. Yeah. Or I would have ended the movie with that scene yeah. to say that there are more there. Cool. I would have addressed Finn. I would have had Finn not hinting at things and just saying straight up, I feel the Force. Oh, yeah. I would have loved that. And you him using it once or twice. So then I would have appreciated that, too, uh, a lot. Um... Getting to the Kylo Ren Ben thing earlier. You mean exploring that duality a little bit more? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah probably I wanted to see that in the second film as opposed to him acting, chasing down this whole thing. He doesn't really seem like he's challenging or really like he's. Yeah. It doesn't seem like he's battling anything until he gets to the Death Star. Yeah, I would have. I would have liked to seen him struggle a little bit more. I mean, things that I appreciated in the uh, the Force Awakens was he was struggling. Yeah. And even in the second one, he was struggling. Like, yeah. He was he big was time like, struggling. Oh, shit. You just killed your dad. Right. And that's, I just, I mean, that's it. That's it. Yeah. And then, like, even in the in the second one, he, I mean, that hole where he breaks his helmet. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Man, I mean, that, he had some emotional pain and mm-hmm. anguish that you saw. It was like the only emotional anguish that he had was, well, do I listen to the emperor or do I listen to myself? And we didn't really struggle him, see him struggle so much with the self. He said it, but he didn't, he talked to talk, but he didn't walk it. He didn't, yeah. I agree. Right. And then one of the last things I'll change is the, um, just the Ray thing. The parents. Finding out about her parents sooner. Yeah. Let's find out about that at the beginning. Let's give a moment to the mom leaving a message for Ray. Yeah. Because Ray has been waiting yeah. On that island, she wanted to get back to Jakku. She wanted to get back to this deserted island, which everybody kept saying, there that is a place of nowhere. Right. It's like the Tatooine for Rey. Because Tatooine was looked at it the same way. It was like, there's, there's a place, it's a junk planet. We put you there to, to basically disappear. Yeah, that's it. Right. So give, the, give her that just moment of the mom saying, you are not your grandfather. We made the sacrifices. This is your name. You, or at least for her to take her father's name. And then right. and, and, and give maybe a birth to a baby or something like that from another Skywalker yeah. blood or something along those lines. Yeah, I, I wanted to see I wanted to see why I wanted to see the motivation. I wanted to see the parents. I just wanted to develop a little bit of more of her relationship with her parents. Yeah. Because they completely skipped over them. Yep. But they made a choice. Like and they made it as a choice as a parent, which mm-hmm. is really hard to make, is do I do what's best? Do I try to protect my kid from safety or do I have to make a sacrifice of safety for my child means not being with me? Right. Like, and I think that's a really difficult choice to make. More difficult than they made it seem. Right. And it seemed like, or I'm sure it was hard. They just didn't talk about it. And I wanted them to talk about it and I wanted to see it and I wanted to see her struggle with it. I agree. Um, I think what I would have probably done differently or written is I probably would have written a little bit more of a redemption story from General Hux. Yeah. Um, I probably would have explored that a little bit. Um, I would have loved to see Rose in a little bit more and have a little bit more of some development with her. I would have probably ignored Finn's romantic relationship with Ray or the implied romantic relationship Mm. with Ray and probably would have made the decision to maybe really say, no, no, there's a love story in here too Mm. um, that's worth exploring because, I mean, they didn't really touch on it a whole lot. Um, The only love story that existed was he was trying to to get with... uh, Poe trying to get with the Daft Punk ladies. Yeah. You know, that little, it. like, wink and kind of nod at the end. I mean, I, that's, I appreciate it. Yeah. I, appreciate I thought that it. was like, funny. That was fine. It was funny, but it was like, where, I mean, part of the thing was the romance. Oh, man, if they could have had a, a throwback romance moment like they did with Han and Leia and mm-hmm. Empire, where it was like, I love you, and mm-hmm. his response is, I know. I, I know. Mm-hmm. Like, that's, I would have But I did it. like that they did that with Ben and his son. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he was like, Dad, and he was like, I know. Yeah. And then, like, I, th- I did like that. Yeah. I thought that was really cool. Agreed. Okay, so where does Star Wars go from here? Um, I think we show me more Jedi. Okay. Give me more Jedi. Yep. Um, stop acting like you can only have one Jedi at a time. Give or me... one Jedi and one Sith at a time. Yeah, yeah. And the Sith, that makes sense. That's been the storyline for the whole time. But one Jedi, one Sith. You don't I'd have to love to that. see. I'd love to go back to... 
thing I kind of liked about episodes one, two, and three of the or like the prequels mm-hmm. is they gave us a little bit more insight into Jedi tradition, Jedi right. culture, like right. how they operate. Yeah. So I, I would I would say I like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do that, and less fighting with themselves, more confident Jedi. Yeah, I'd like to um, see that too. Yeah, more more confident Jedi. I know you're doing the New Republic. That's the rumor. So give me that. Show me a more confident Jedi. Show me a confident what they consider a religion. Um, and let's move from there. That's what I want to see more of. Don't give me Disney Plus series of characters you're not going to use again or one-off characters. Don't do it for a fad or for a moment. Give me mm-hmm. these characters that are going to last forever that you're going to bring back into movies. Well, and the thing that I really liked about The Mandalorian, just to go on a tangent on that for a second, is I liked that that is a not a one-off. Yeah. Like, they, they're going to invest some time, energy, and effort, so don't just be Disney Plus to be the place where characters you're not interested in or characters who didn't have a prominent role in your movies where they go to die. Yeah. I would prefer that they yeah. kind of, they actually mean something and they go somewhere. To the whole story. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah. So I, I can get behind a Knights of, like, an Old Republic type stuff. I'd love to see, like, the the first Jedi and the first Sith, yeah. like, fight side by side and then some moment separates them. Mm-hmm. Like, that's fine. I'd love to see that. Yeah. Knights so. of Ren. Uh, yeah. Knights of Ren. Oh, love to see show Knights like of Ren, Disney Plus. Same, yeah. same direction of the Mandalorian. That kind of I'd love very to see emotional that. aspect. Yeah, mm-hmm. that'd be great. That'd be great. Yeah, I'd love to see that. Uh, anything else related to Star Wars that's worth talking about? Nope. Cool. Awesome. Well, thanks everybody for sticking in, listening with us. Um, we are available if you want to subscribe, get in touch with us. Subscribe. Uh, please do. You can subscribe on Spotify, Google Podcast. We're on Pocket Casts, Breaker, and Radio Public. Um, hopefully we get to a point where we can just say wherever you get your podcast is uh, is, is how you find us. Your local um, DSPs. Right, yep. Um, also, if you have an idea for the next movie we should do, let us know. Give us a shout. Um, both of us are on Facebook. Um, Films in Black and White is on Twitter. Um, and so, yeah, just give us a shout. Let us know what you thought of the podcast. Do you, do you agree with us? Do you disagree with us? Mm-hmm. Um, but just let us know. and um, Go see it for yourself. And go see it for yourself. So, cool. Awesome. Uh, hang in there. Be good. Be safe. Um, and we'll talk or to you all don't. next week. Or, yeah, just live your life. Yeah, so, But we'll talk to you next week. Bye. Peace.